0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. One day they'll tell a story, and some will say it was just a fairy tale.
1: Everything you said is true. Absolutely true.
2: 14 years
1: as Charlotte Mayor. Always given, never taken. But you're having fun. I know I'm, you are. I'm having a good time with Bo Thompson. Somewhere
2: between the right and the left, there's the middle. Four years as N.C. Governor.
1: This is the best of America. God bless y'all.
2: Behind-the-scenes conversations. You can't handle No talking points
3: Hey Pat, it's Donald and I just want to tell you to Keep up
2: the good work, we're proud of you Perspective you won't find anywhere else Don't put your stupid hat on WBT presents It's time for a Carolina comeback The Pat McCrory Show With Bo Thompson
1: I always go right, you guys
2: <laughs> me. You think that I don't even mean a single word I say it's only words and what's all
1: So the biggest debate in America is about only words Do our words cause riots? Do our words cause the overthrow of the United States government? Do our words call violence? Do our words mean anything? Are we using our words to manipulate people? To excite people? To stir them up? To get a visceral visceral reaction? Can words do that? And therefore, if words can do that, should we eliminate words? On radio, on talk radio, on cable TV, on Facebook, on Google, on Twitter? Should we eliminate words? Because words can now be so dangerous. And we need to be be protected from
2: words.
1: (laughs) I love Barry Gibb. There's nothing like Barry Gibb momentum (laughs) to start a show. (laughs) Words. You know, think about it. Right now, there are people who are talking about impeaching the President of the United States, including the Speaker of the House, because of words that he used. In front of thousands upon thousands of people who then, a group of them went and attacked our capital, attacked our police, attacked the seat of democracy in not just America, but the wor- world. And therefore, should the words be to blamed? And for the person who stated those words, should that person be removed from office? And should anyone else be on the stage, including US congressman, Madison Cawthorne, he was on the stage using words. Mm. You know, rock stars have been accused of having words to incite violence. Remember the Gore hearings, Mm -hmm. Tipper Gore, Mm -hmm. saying we, we, we shouldn't play these records anymore? The parental advisory on words. Yeah, the label. Words. There are certain words that I cannot use on the radio or I will be fired immediately. Words. That's what we're going to talk about today. It's a deep day today. Words. In fact, I'm going to tell you the top five words or phrases that stimulate a reaction. And the media knows it. Politicians know it. Newspapers know it. Google knows it, in fact, they promote the words while also discouraging the words. They're trying to have it both ways. And politicians do know what words excite an audience and manipulate the crowds. But whose fault is that, the crowd or the person trying to manipulate you? Those being manipulated or those doing the manipulation? I've always believed in individual responsibility. I'm not going to blame a record for putting me in a situation where I want to do drugs or commit a crime. I can't go to court and say, well, I listened to the Bee Gees last night. (laughs) (laughs) Or this morning on the Pat McCrory Show and the Bee Gees, that's known as Brothers (laughs) Gibb. I can from now on blame the song Words for anything I do wrong. I blame you for playing it. <laughs> so when we come back, we're going to do a McCrory Top 5. The top five words that politicians and the media and others are using. And then blaming for your actions. to take
2: your heart away.
1: I love you, both. <laughs> <laughs> My word <laughs> is what I have
2: to say about that. WPT. It's only words. And words are on to take your heart away.
1: Our uh, program uh, producer just said, never play that song again <laughs> if you want to remain number one morning radio show in the Carolinas. He says, you need something more lively. You need something to incite. I said, what could that be? And oh, oh, I have it. Oh, I bet you do. You ready? Yes.
2: Not gonna take
1: it. Oh, yeah, this is the song that incited every teenager it. in the 19- nineteen. 80s? Oh, yes. I can just see you with your mullet. Oh, and, and the In video. In your bedroom playing this with headphones with the, the right to posters on the wall, and Everybody, you put your fist up and go, Mom and Dad, I'm not going to take it anymore.
3: Everything is right about what you said except the mullet.
1: I'm not going to eat that broccoli.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and the video to this is even
1: better. This seems to be the national anthem of our country right now, where everyone's just angry on the left and the right. And because of that anger, they're resulting, sadly, to violence. Violence in our big cities, where they're not going to take this social injustice anymore. And therefore, we're going to destroy everything. We're some Trump people. I'm not going to take this fraud anymore. Therefore, I'm going to destroy everything. This song would have been perfect during the past three months in America. You know, before the NFL football games, we'd play this song and ask everyone to lay down. <laughs> so, words matter. But they, do they matter so much that we start eliminating words on our platforms and the media, which is happening right now? And my conclusion is no. But I also want to let you know that we in talk radio, politicians, cable TV, conservative and liberal, know what words are going to get your emotions stirred up. Left, right, middle, it doesn't matter. It just brings a response where I'm not going to take it anymore. Hot button words. Hot button words. So, I've been thinking about what are the hot button words of the last several months where people just say, I'm not going to take it anymore. And then after that, I'm going to talk about the hot button actions that politicians and the media are, are doing behind their words. So, my top five words, which is stirring people's emotions, and at times, Causing violence and attacking people and cussing and swearing. Fraud. Number five. Fraud. There's fraud. And I'm not going to take it anymore because of the fraud. No. We ain't gonna take it. Number four. The Republicans use fraud. The Democrats use disenfranchised. I'm not going to be disenfranchised anymore. I'm not going to take that, Stacey Abrams. Number three. Number three. You deserve. <laughs> I don't know what you deserve, but if you hear anyone say you deserve, you probably don't. You deserve a free college education. You deserve your debts to be paid off. You deserve not to have to pay taxes. What else do we deserve? a break today oh no that's mcdonald <laughs> you deserve that <laughs> <laughs> but whenever you hear a politician say you deserve they're setting you up for yeah i do deserve that yeah no, you deserve it. especially if the word free is next to it <laughs> or rights you have that you deserve that right oh, so calm, number 4 lock her or him up lock her up Trump started this about Hillary now the Democrats are doing this about Trump and it just you know when when Donald would say lock her up he'd get the crowd going and then he'd step away for the microphone and just just watch the crowd build up the tension lock her up and I'm not gonna take it anymore lock her up and now. We're free. Pelosi's doing the same thing. Lock them up. And they know what they're saying. Does that mean the crowd should get violent and go destroy things? No. And does do people deserve a trial? Or do we actually know what law was broken? No. But we need to lock them all up.
3: What number am I on? Uh, you should be at number one now. Oh, shut
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> we deserve a number one. Uh, we deserve. Okay, this is the word. This is the number one word in politics. And you heard it. We've heard it from Pelosi. We've heard it from Trump on the day of the riots. We hear it from Black Lives Matter. And we hear it from politicians all the time. We're going to fight for you. Fight. Fight Here it goes I want you to fight for our freedom I'm going to fight for you Have you really ever seen a politician fight? Did you see any of the politicians fighting the other day? No, you saw police officers fighting Trying to protect a building And you saw people fighting with an American flag Stabbing the police officers During Black Lives Matter protests You saw people fighting with bricks Throwing them at police officers. No. Fighting. We're fighting for you. If you ever hear a politician say, I'm going to fight for you, don't get riled up. Say, wait a minute. Are they really fighting for us? No, they're arguing for you. They're giving speeches for you. But they're not fighting for you. And I don't want you to fight either. Words matter. But should they be eliminated from our freedom of speech protections on talk radio, during political conventions, on cable TV, on Google? No. Now, we're going to talk about, in a few minutes, if you can handle the truth on how you've been manipulated and how sometimes you fall for that manipulation, and guess whose fault that is? You. If you fall for that manipulation. Of going, he's fighting for me, therefore I'll fight for him or her. We're going to talk about some of the symbolic gestures that politicians and the media and even some of you know that will stir up people to fight. Pat <laughs> and and we got to just be aware
3: of it. <laughs> Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson and Dee Snyder continues.
2: Stand up straight! In that shirt, adjust that belt buckle, tie those shoes. Twisted sister, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Wipe that smile off your face. Do you understand?
3: Did
1: you ever see this video? What is I that? I did a <laughs>
2: twisted sister pin on your uniform.
1: And I think that's the guy from Animal House. It is exactly Come from. here. It is.
2: Oh. Listening to me! What do you want to do with your life?
1: I want to (laughs) rock! Right in my 80s wheelhouse, right there. Yeah, so sadly, we have people on both the left and the right during the past year who have said, I want to riot. I want to cause violence. I want to attack. I want to fight. I want to attack police. I always thought it was the left that only did this, but apparently the right does it too. Usually small groups of people within large crowds initiate it. And then in the mob mentality, other people follow them. With, and when they had no intentions to do it, but the emotion, the words, the symbolism defy their logic. It's almost like a drug It's almost like they're under the influence of words and actions and symbolism. I talked about words that are stirring people up right now. Fraud, extreme, free, lock her up, fight. Whenever you hear a politician say fight. Donald Trump, frankly, used that term about four times during his speech. Now go fight. Go fight. Now, I don't think Donald Trump meant it literally, because whenever a politician uses the term fight, they don't fight themselves, so I don't think they mean it literally. When you say that phrase, mm-hmm. I think of Al Gore. That oh, was his, I'll, I want to fight for you. All I'm of gonna... them say it. All of them. I have caught myself saying it and go, God, I just said it. I'm, I mean it in another context, but you realize it can be interpreted. Yeah, that guy, I'm, I'm voting for him because he's going to fight for me. When in our democracy, in our republic, it's peaceful assembly. Not fighting assembly in our Constitution. Along with these words that politicians and the media and radio and even advertisers use to manipulate you and to get your emotions to either buy something or take action, which is your fault, by the way. It's not the people doing the manipulation. It's you. I believe in self-responsibility. You can't excuse a song for stirring you up and making you use drugs or a movie Or a politician. There are no excuses for violence. That's why I think this impeachment thing is ridiculous. Could Donald Trump had handled this better? Could Al Al Gore had handled it better in the past? Could Joe Biden be handling it better now? Because I see some anger in his words. But if their words cause you to do certain things, I'm blaming you. I might vote differently because of how Joe Biden might do certain things or Donald Trump or anyone. So, what are the symbols? What are the symbols? How about a little petty action here. You know, you know when you when you listen to the song I won't back down. I won't back down. You know this is how domestic violence starts too. You know, I'm not going to back down. I'm standing my ground. You can stand me up at the gate Or you can say you can use words in the right tone. You know, I just can't back down from this to my kids or, you know, if you're talking to your kids, sorry. The curfew stands. You've got to be home at 10. I'm not going to back down as opposed to we're not going to back down. Tone makes a difference too. For parents, for politicians, for the media. So what are some of the symbolic actions that have been taken in politics during the past two years by Republicans and Democrats and the mob and the media and CNN and Fox and MSNBC? Well one of the worst, my number five is Nancy Pelosi tearing up the speech. Remember tearing up the speech, a symbolic gesture that helped tear this nation apart and frankly broke all decorum forever in the House chambers, in which the mob took it to a whole nother degree last week. By the way, before Nancy Pelosi tore up the State of the Union speech, the one guy, a Republican congressman, who during Obama's speech yelled, liar, you don't do that during the State of the Union speech. There are certain courtesies, there are certain decorum that you should have that keeps our nation standing. I feel the same way in schools. You don't interrupt your teacher. Another type of symbolism that's been around for a long time, but it draws it draws people's I'm not gonna stand down and or back down. So what do people do? They hold up their fist. Hold up their fist. Hold up that fist is a at times can be seen as a a symbol of aggression. And you know you're going to stir emotions. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just being honest. The people doing it know what type of visceral reaction you're going to get. I saw people doing that when uh, Republicans or Trump supporters or whatever you want to call it, when they were breaking the windows and they'd hold up their fists. They were so proud of themselves. I saw Black Lives Matter activists do this, too. Hold up their fists. A city council member right now in the city of Charlotte held up his fist right in the face of police officers he was so proud of himself for holding up his fist I'm fighting for you what's another type of symbolism that's being used to manipulate our ideas and emotions certain flags two flags that frankly are being used i think some people use them for the right reasons but now we know the visceral reaction two flags the confederate flag and the black lives matter flag they both bring a visceral reaction the people who held the marched around with a confederate flag in the rotunda they knew what type of visceral reaction they were bringing And some of the Black Lives Matter symbolism brought a visceral reaction of separating us, not uniting us. Kneeling. Kneeling during the National Anthem. Kentucky basketball team with a coach just did it yesterday. They knew it would bring a visceral reaction, and it did. It got people extremely emotional. And the last one is burning the American flag, stomping on the American flag, or using the American flag as a weapon, which is starting to stir me up a little bit because it gives me a visceral reaction of anger. And anger is not good in most cases. So think about how you're being manipulated or how you might be manipulating other people in the language or symbolism that you use. Does that mean we outlaw that symbolism? No. No. That's not our country. We have freedom of speech. But in that freedom of speech, you're not allowed to go into a movie theater and yell fire when there's no fire. That's against the law. Forget 704-374-3800. Yeah, I'd like to know uh, in our Big Finish, I want you to be involved in this show. Uh, Are there certain words that should or should not be used? Are you being manipulated? Are there certain symbolisms that we know stir visceral reaction and possibly violence, and therefore should we not be able to use those symbols because some people react to them differently than others? And the big issue right now in media, especially with the Biden administration coming up, is uh, what can media say or do, whether it be online media or traditional media of radio and TV? What words can and cannot be used? We've had the censorship in media for a long time. You know, the media will change certain words from it's no longer liberal, but use the word progressive. They no longer use the word illegal immigrant. They use the word undocumented there are a lot of politically, we don't use the word marijuana, we use the word legal, I mean, uh, recreational marijuana. So there's just all these how we phrase things. Some of it's for marketing purposes. Some of it's uh, a better me- political message to get your point across. Some of it is to stir ratings or to stir violence or to stir a reaction or to, to uh, try to increase the number of... Uh, what do you call it when you try to get hits on your computer? Clickbait? Clickbait. Oh, clickbait. That's a great word. Clickbait. <laughs> and, you know, that's how you make money. You make money by clickbaits. And what's ironic, Twitter has been doing this for years. So is Facebook. In fact, the reason Facebook was founded was it was all about picking up girls. <laughs> It was the most politically incorrect thing in the world on Harvard's campus. Talking about clickbait, it literally was clickbait, ranking the attractiveness of girls and sororities at Harvard. And now they're censoring words (laughs) on Facebook. How ironic is that?
3: Well, Twitter has banned President Trump, Mm -hmm. and Facebook is one of those, along with other social media outlets that have placed restrictions on him.
1: And uh, and here's another story that is... Well, which, by the way, I need to say this. I don't believe in banning free speech. Now, if it's extremely violent where someone's asking for, you know, people to bring guns to a rally to shoot people and a specific request to break the law is being made, fine. <clears throat> but other words... You know, it's like it is illegal to yell fire in a movie theater. Mm -hmm. We have freedom of speech, but there are lines in that. But right now, the line by the media companies is getting absolutely ridiculous. Now, there is responsibility for people not to abuse their pulpit, whether it be a radio pulpit, a political pulpit, a religious pulpit, which people have done in the past. And people react to that abuse. Sadly, there's a small group of people who just can be manipulated very easily, while others are going, ah, he's just saying fight for us. He doesn't really mean for us to fight for him. So should we adjust everything because a few take everything literally? Should that stop our freedom of speech? And now even in radio, there's a major radio company, not ours, but Believe me, I'm aware of it. What's, what's a radio company doing? Yeah, when we come back
3: from uh, from the news here, we'll get more in detail to this, but uh, Cumulus Media. Cumulus Media. One of the, uh, Cumulus Broadcasting, mm-hmm. one of the, uh, the biggest uh, radio companies uh, in the country, the executive vice president for content at Cumulus has instructed hosts to stop spreading any information about the election uh, or saying that any anything with anything about the election being stolen
1: ah, that stolen. kind of language fraud stolen are words we can't use anymore see i I disagree with that he says that the company needs to help induce national calm I don't disagree. I, I I agree with that but does that mean we eliminate words <laughs> well, when we this come back- a fine line everyone's taken i do think we need to lower our rhetoric and the tone of our rhetoric and maybe need to talk like this you know there are arguments on presented this and this and this and you don't have to scream it (laughs) i'm not gonna take it anymore so uh what do you think 704-374-3800 should any words be eliminated and if so, which ones? We not what might not that? be able to play with them. Any songs being eliminated? <laughs> what
2: kind of a man are you?
3: When we come back. I'll read you in more detail what this memo says to talk show hosts that work for this company about what they can and can't do. Not in the, this company. No. The, the other company. Cumulus. But we're aware of it, too. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, this 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 company that we're talking about, Cumulus. See, you got to be careful with your words, Bo. I do. <laughs> uh, this is WBT and Urban One Stations. Yeah, it's, it's great that you're standing beside Michael Jordan, and that's a legendary picture, but... You uh, are a spitting image of an early Tom Cruise in this picture. (laughs) (laughs) Like a risky business era Tom Cruise.
2: Help me, Tom Cruise! Tom Cruise used a witchcraft on me to get the fire off me! Get ready for the fastest two hours on radio. I feel
0: the the need for speed. Ow! tight. We plan to communicate this proactively in a
2: culturally competent manner. Time to play the game.
1: See, I told you this in the past, Bo
2: Thompson, a kitchen table dialogue. 14 years as Charlotte Mayor. I've taught you
1: everything you know, but I haven't taught you everything I know. Four years as NC
0: Governor. It's good to be with you on the Bo Thompson Show.
1: Oh, you I take that cheap a sur- shot. Do you have a name that we can call Bill Graham before we leave? Yes, genius.
2: <laughs> <laughs> WBT presents...
0: Good Good morning, Pat. It is a beautiful day in Charlotte.
2: The Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson.
0: I just wanted to say how much I appreciate your show. I've been listening to it since it started. It's the best decision WBT ever made. You are freaking hilarious. Culturally
2: competent information through the lens of health equity. Driven by Felix Sabatis, Mercedes
1: Benz of South Charlotte.
3: Welcome to hour number two of the Pat McCrory Show on this Tuesday, 704 374
1: 3800. So, uh, I got to tell you something. I'm big- surprising you. Okay. I was walking my dog last night, and someone walks by and goes, Hey, is Bo Thompson as nice as he seems to be on the radio? <laughs> and I just wanted to throw up. Oh, well, that's what you. And wanted. I was. Why didn't you ask me if I'm as nice as I sound on the radio? That was your response. <laughs> no, I was thinking. <laughs> it. Well, wait. You said you wanted to throw up. What did you really say in return? I said he's a Boy Scout. <laughs> <laughs> I said he really is a Boy Scout, and I hate him for it. He has no weaknesses, no faults. <laughs> he's a great dad. He's a great brother. He's a great son pretty average co-host on a radio show
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so he's got he's got that going for him yeah
1: yeah so th- i i meant to tell you that yesterday and mo mo's even getting mad about it what i really want to know is what does mo say mo likes you too yeah mo asks about you and you know mo's get I'm, we're having we're having a tough time right now mo's hips are going he's probably about 13 years of age he's a rescue dog we're not sure what The exact age we got him, we think we got him around 15, 16 months, but his hip, hip is going. So we've put him through acupuncture. Hmm. I asked for the acupuncture at the same time. (laughs) They said they legally could not do that. I said, don't you know who I am? I work with Bo Thompson. They went, oh, you work with Bo Thompson, the Myers Park High School graduate? My son went went to Myers Park. He knows Bo Thompson. Have this needle. Lean over. Touch your ankle. <laughs> uh, anyway, I wanted to get that off my chest. That was yesterday evening. And then I then I um, watched the Ohio State football game that went on forever.
3: Well, uh, most, most people would say it's the, it was the Alabama football game based on the score. I'm sorry. I was born
1: in Columbus, yes. Ohio. <laughs> Not a good place to be from yeah. after that football game uh, last night. 15. Don't they realize the games go so late that kids do kids stay up and watch this stuff? Or since they're doing long-distance learning, does it make any difference anymore? Well,
3: uh, you make a good point. Uh, when you don't well, have thank school. you
1: Thank you for saying <laughs> that.
3: They, they probably uh, stayed up late last night, later than they normally would have, not having to... Did your kids stay up and watch the game? My son... See, I never make it past the first quarter of any yeah, of these games because yeah. I get, but my son and I usually uh, start off uh, in bed watching it so yeah he watched it I don't know how long he made it probably
1: longer than me I made it to the fourth quarter and I finally went I can't I can't take it anymore you, know, you have to prepare for this games show. a fraud yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this games a fraud
3: I feel disenfranchised I do think it's funny now that you can watch this game one of 14 different ways. You know, you can watch it on ESPN, you yeah, can watch it on the the Sky Cam on another channel you know, that and
1: it drives me nuts. It gets me dizzy. The sky you know, for, that's from above and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I hate that. You can watch And then the, I hate it where they have three different cameras. See, we're all becoming ADD. We're ADD enough. We don't need this. We don't. You and I don't. But I wonder what our, what kids would say. Well, that's exactly what the kids don't need. All of them are on medicine as it is now. But all the kids are used to having all these options. The drug companies have rigged this. It's no doubt. It's a drug company conspiracy. We'll talk about that on the radio in the future, <laughs> if, if, if the radio station allows us to do that.
3: Well, you you bring up this story. Everything
1: is a conspiracy, Bo Thompson. We
3: were talking about this going to break, uh, about uh, radio Mm -hmm. companies and Mm -hmm. the fact that Cumulus Media, uh, one of their uh, higher-ups, has sent a a memo out to employees there. uh, And and this this company, I mean, uh, we're owned by Radio 1. We were owned by Intercom before that. There are... Uh, and before that, Jefferson
1: Broadcasting, and before that, we've been owned by more and before people. that,
3: Greater Media, before yeah. that, Lincoln Financial, and before that,
1: Jefferson Pilot. Yeah, I was back in the Jefferson Pilot days. Yeah, well, that's when I started,
3: too. Uh-huh. Um, but Cumulus is another uh, media company out there, and uh, their executive vice president, Brian Phillips, mm-hmm. Uh, has sent out uh, an edict, or uh, the, the election has been resolved, he says, and there are no alternate acceptable paths, the memo continued. If you transgress this policy, you can expect to uh, separate from the company immediately. Hmm. Uh, and if you were with us late last hour, we, we said that uh, he, he's put out this edict where uh, no one is allowed to talk about the uh, you know, claim election fraud anymore. So now one more thing I should add to that. <laughs> Uh, Westwood One is owned by Cumulus. Westwood One is the syndicator that syndicates Ben Shapiro and also Mark Levin. So, although we're not owned by Cumulus, we do have shows on our station that uh, have, you know, that are that are produced
1: by companies that are owned by Cumulus. So we're having censorship. Well, there I, is this form of censorship. But, you know, I actually think the communications among Republicans about the word fraud has not been specific enough. I think we should have been talking about ballot harvesting, which prohibits a secret ballot. And when you prohibit a secret ballot, there is a likelihood that you can have voter fraud, and there is a likelihood that you can deny people the right to vote on their own without pressure from a union group, a political group, family, whatever. And no one's talking about that the old way to vote was always behind a curtain where even your spouse really didn't know how you voted and that's the way vote should be and right now the liberalization of voting has i think put in danger the secret ballot which allows potential manipulation of votes And to not be able to talk about that in a logical way, I think, is dangerous, as opposed to just saying we can't talk about voter fraud. And I think that word has been misused and, frankly, been used by radio hosts and politicians who don't really understand how the voting process works and what the backups are and where the potential gaps are for voter manipulation or taking away the secret ballot. I know the game. I've played the game. I've been played by the game. And there are games that can be played with the ballot. But there are also some security issues that are in place that I think people have exaggerated. For example, the video that a lot of the Fox stations were showing of the Atlanta The Atlanta, remember the video of the people pulling the box out on top of the table and then Mm -hmm. putting it on the table and, I don't know, Hannity or something made a big deal out of that. And I remember watching that and go, before they make a deal, big deal out of it and show it in slow motion for the 30th time and get people riled up, why don't you first find out what the facts are instead of just showing the video? And I have since heard the facts. And that particular box was not manipulated. it was And it was edited. And it shouldn't have been edited by the media who had a narrative. And I get mad at CNN when they do this often with a narrative. They push a narrative by showing you partial clips of speeches or words and to meet their narrative. And the video that was shown on a lot of the conservative talk shows was manipulated too. And it was wrong. See, that's more powerful than words. Actually, the thing that I'm most concerned about is manipulated video and audio that can fit whatever liberal or conservative narrative you want it to fit and the audience doesn't know that you had edited it and that is very dangerous that's why you and I are not being edited right now there is no edit this is live and it's dangerous to be in live radio right now because as I've often semi said seriously This could be my last day, because at a moment's notice, I may say something that uh, could cause the management of this company to go, leave, leave immediately. And there is pressure. The question is, where is that line? And where is freedom of speech? And right now, Twitter and Facebook have gone too far.
3: Welcome back to the Pat McCrory Show, 704 374 3800. Get in on the big finish, brought to you by Rug Source.
1: Wow. I just read something. Okay. You know, we were just talking about how sensitive it is right now to be on radio or TV or even a politician, what you can and cannot say. We did our first segment on words we cannot use or words that create a visceral reaction. Well, an NBC sports co-host was just fired for responding to talking about the advantages of the playoff hockey bubble mm-hmm. amid the pandemic, right? And he said the following. And I hope I'm not fired for saying what the NBC. I'm, I'm reporting the news. I'm allowed to report the news. You're not even going to say it out loud. No, are you? you say quote. Quote. If you think about it, it's a terrific environment with regard to if you enjoy playing and enjoy being with your teammates for long periods of time. It's a perfect place. Millberry, the co-host, responded, not even any women here to disrupt your concentration. That's what he said. The comment was met with severe backlash on social media He has stepped away from his duties for the remainder of the postseason and apologized, saying, I sincerely apologize for making the comment. It was not my intention to disrespect anyone. I was trying to be irreverent and took it a step too far. It was a regrettable mistake that I take seriously. The National Hockey League condemns the insensitive and insulting comment made by Mike during last night's progress, and we have communicated our feelings to NBC. The comment did not reflect NHL's values and commitment to our game being more inclusive and welcoming to all. He said one sentence, and he loses his job. He said one sentence. Not even any women here to disrupt your concentration. Wow. And then he bowed down and apologized. An off-the-hand, irreverent remark. Can we not be even irreverent anymore? Who's who are these people getting so outraged? The NHL is outraged. This is the same league where they beat the hell out of each other to a bloody pulp, where in any other place you'd be put in jail, but they've been fighting for years, and yet this one guy says one sentence, not even a more than ten words, and he's fired from his job. If he went out on the hockey rink and beat the hell out of somebody, Yeah, no problem there. This is, goes right back, Bo, to the Barry Gibbs song about words. Is this, is this what our society is becoming? You had to make me play this again. I mean, a guy's reputation is being ruined. Come on, man. An he
3: had been with NBC Sports
1: for 14 years. 14 years, and he has to go home and tell his family, I got fired for using one sentence. You know, I've, I'm sorry, but I've been... They could probably pull 300 sentences... Out of the last three years on this radio show. And anyone who meets that standard, man, woman, anything, young or old, who meets that standard of never saying anything like that before in their life, please raise your hand right now if you're driving your car in your house. Raise your hand if you've, you're so perfect. You've never said anything like that in the workplace where someone's walked by and you've whispered to it, oh, wow. man or woman, by the way, gay or straight, Black or white or Latino, it doesn't matter. Is this the way the work environment is now? Hold on, I'm getting a memo from management. See me in my office right after the show ends. And bring (laughs) Bo. I'm dragging you down with me, buddy. When I go down, we all go down. That's my rule. Code word, Santa's got a brand new bed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, think about the music all the radio networks are playing and TV and think about all the things Disney owns and the networks own and all the companies they own and all the stuff they have out there and what's on YouTube and then they fire someone over that. People talk that way all the time in private and public in their household to their spouse the spouse talks that way to their this is getting ridiculous the censorship yeah this one is a bit
3: of a head scratcher I keep I keep scrolling down here to see if there's more to the quote that we don't know about
1: but that seems to be it the NHL does not adhere to this type of what, what do they say this might meet the I'm so sorry Uncle Albert. But this is scary. And here the very first segment of our shows was about words. Where's the common sense? We're going to reenact the movement for common sense on the Pat McCrory show. This is not common sense.
2: And words are all I have
1: to take your
2: heart. Away.
1: <laughs> we should be censored for playing this song. <clears throat> we need to play Fever, ah. Dance Fever. Oh, gosh, no. 9:30 is your time on the Pat. You got McGorry some show? against disco. So oh, this no. is what happened to disco. Disco was became politically incorrect. All the hippies like David from Asheville demanded that disco be taken off the air. I got nothing against disco. I used to watch Chips all the time.
3: Welcome back to the Pat McCrory Show. The Big Finish brought to you by Rugsource. is coming up, 704-374-3800. Plenty of people already getting in the queue, waiting to talk back to the
1: governor. We warned you. We warned you that this was going to be a very deep, show about words, words that are allowed, words that are disallowed, words that can be interpreted different ways, words that manipulate, and symbolism also, symbolism of certain flags that are displayed to arouse a reaction, certain body emotions that, that, uh, bring about a reaction like a raised fist all these are legal by the way according to our constitution they're all parts of freedom of speech but i'll tell you we're on a slippery slope right now where people in both government and especially now in business are forbidding certain words or phrases or emotions to be used um donald trump is being impeached by Nancy Pelosi because of words he used on a stage. Didn't break any laws, but words. We have a radio network now that is telling radio hosts throughout the nation that there are certain words, like the word fraud, you can no longer use on the air. We have an NBC sports caster for hockey that was just fired. For literally phrasing something that I still don't know what he did or said wrong—that's not said in everyday conversation between genders or among genders—and he is fired from NBC by the NHL. Mm-hmm. This is the same league that have beat, you know, beat each other to a pulp. And believe me, they ought to go in the locker room one day and put a microphone in. We have a golfer right now who's, who's being ridiculed for shouting a word that you're not allowed to use anymore in anger when he missed a putt. Justin Thomas. He might be losing his sponsors. We have a golf tournament that just changed the location of the golf tournament because the golf course has the word Trump on top of it, the PGA Championship, a word Trump, and therefore we can't play a golf tournament at one of the greatest golf courses in the world. I'd rather have the slippery slope go the other way where we should allow as many words as possible and understand the ramifications of what might happen. But the minute we start censorship, the more censorship, the more dangerous our country becomes. Because we're, we're taking people for fools where they don't understand certain things. The NBC announcer, for example, loses his job? Are you kidding me? Can you can – you, I don't have it in front of me anymore. Can you say what he said in, in reaction yes. to NBC? Yes. By the way, these are network TVs that are promoting The Bachelor. <laughs> have you ever watched The Bachelor? I have for about five minutes. I've never seen more politically incorrect things going on in The Bachelor, and yet they fire a host of a sports network for saying nothing. Have you seen the things they do on The Bachelor? Then they act like Puritans in the sports department. What hypocrisy. Have you seen the daytime talk shows where the... What's the former mayor of Cincinnati's... uh, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer show? Oh, my gosh. I turned that on the other day. I was flipping the channel to irritate my wife. I said, oh, we're watching the Jerry Springer show. You know, it's showing two people hit each other and scream and shout and talk about things that you wouldn't talk about in your household, much less during an NHL hockey game. And yet NBC has no problem with the Jerry Springer show being on their network. So NHL analyst Mike Milbury
3: said this the other night uh, during the New York Islanders versus Washington Capitals game. Uh, They were talking about the NHL bubble as being a, a great environment for hockey players, and here's the quote. Quote, if you think about it, it's a terrific environment with regards to if you enjoy playing and enjoy being with your teammates for long periods of time, it's a perfect place. And then he goes on to say, not even any woman here to disrupt your concentration.
1: Unquote. Oh, I'm so offended by that. that. That's the one, though. That's it. One in a mean tone. You know, two, two things I didn't uh, mention that, you know, I talked about words that are dangerous or words that can be interpreted differently and you can manipulate the words like, I'm fighting for you in the first phase. You know, two other things that draw a reaction and sometimes an overreaction is when you're mocked or laughed at. You know, when CNN commentators hear something, they go, <laughs> You're seeing the night show hosts do this now, as though I'm smarter than you, therefore I'm going to laugh. And my laugh is mocking you. And the other thing I can't stand is when someone says something real strong and the commentator on CNN, who's always very attractive, by the way, as though that's the, you know, you wonder did their looks have anything to do with them getting the job? Of course not, but they always respond by going, "Huh,
3: huh." <laughs> huh. Now the NHL released this statement: yeah. "Quote: The National Hockey League condemns the insensitive condemns. and insulting." Listen to that word.
1: Condemns.
3: Condem- condemns the insensitive and insulting comments that, that Mike Mulber- uh, Milbury made during last night's broadcast, and we have communicated our feelings to NBC. Our
1: feelings. Condemn. Feelings. What was the other word they used? Sensi- insensitive. Condemn. Insensitive. They, feelings. The comment did
3: not reflect the NHL's NHL's values and commitment to making our game more inclusive
1: and welcoming for inclusive, all. Inclusive. Welcoming. For all. All the buzzwords of today's society. You know, this guy who fired him and and made that statement, the head of the NHL, I don't know how he looks at himself in a mirror knowing that what he has said in the past, even yesterday before that. How can he keep a straight face and write that comment? This could be my last show be your last show too. If I'm called into a meeting, I'm bringing you, Bo, and you I'm going to tell him you egged me on. <laughs> I'm going to going to tell management, you you said pat fight for this, fight for fight for no, I, fight I, for freedom of speech. I didn't egg you Stand on. Stand up. Threw, Hold your line. I threw eggs at you. Stand by me. <laughs> I'm bringing you in. I'm a victim of you inciting me to say that the NBC guy shouldn't be fired. If he should be fired, I should have been fired a long time ago in every one of my jobs. And when you walk into the office, we'll play this in the background. Won't okay. We'll play it. I'll walk into the office with you right behind me, and then I'll look back a second later, and you're way behind me. <laughs> say, Bo, where are you, man? He says, it's the Pat McCrory Show. No, I said, it's the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson, the hardest guy in radio. And he said, it used to be.
3: Or the Pat McCrory Show with Dee Snyder.
1: Man, we're just on a slippery slope. And on one extreme, we have people using the American flag, attacking police officers. On the other extreme, we have people being fired. For making a comment that's made every day in the workplace by men and women. We've got the right
3: to 944 on WBT. So the big finish is next. Yeah. So what words
1: uh, should be allowed or disallowed on radio, on on Twitter, on Facebook, on Google? And who are, who are the decision makers? This NBC guy should have never apologized. And come right back to him and said, oh yeah, what have you have you ever said something like this before? And can I go back through tapes of NBC sports over the last 20 years and find the exact same things being said on Sports Center or on Bob Costas? Hockey night in Canada.
3: It's a big deal there. It's basically their sports center. Canadians. Canadians don't
2: care about language. <laughs> on WBT. uh. This is the Pat McCrory Show with Bo Thompson on News Talk 1110, 99.3 WBT.
3: All right, welcome back. Final segment, we call it the Big Finish. It's brought to you by Rugsource. Rugsource Rugsource.com is the largest online resource of rugs, and now you can stop by the Rugsource showroom, High 77 and Harris Boulevard, Rugsource.com. So I
1: haven't got to uh, listen to any of the uh, calls. Because uh, So therefore, I haven't got to censor anything, so this could be my last show ever again. You mean you haven't got Because any- I'm dependent upon our substitute producer, because David from Asheville and John are both on vacation. I've, I thought there were no vacations in radio, but apparently there are. Well, I'm the we're- senior producer here, so... You're the senior producer? Yeah, nobody's been here longer than me. Do you want to introduce our senior producer who's done a great job today? That's the legendary TJ Bob. TJ has done an incredible job. TJ, we appreciate you coming today, man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. You look like David from Asheville, the way you're dressed, the beard, the (laughs) great... We hang out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I would have said that. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's listen to
0: our uh, loyal listeners. Good morning, Pat. Bo, I love the show. I'm just calling because I have this overwhelming feeling that... America, and the whole world needs to go back to common sense. We've been dealing with this above the shoulders, numbers, statistics about COVID, all this recategorizing, all this confusion, all this election prod, all this speculation on who's right, who's wrong, and we're losing our common sense. We're not treating each other right, we're not yes. treating each other fairly, and we're not even seeing each other. No body language mm. interpretation, we are turning into robots, mm. and it's absolutely frightening. We are losing our common sense. Why do we let these people steal the election from us? We are accepting it. We are accepting this evil or we are accepting this manipulation. Uh, We can't allow that on the radio anymore. And I just wanted to say that we as people need to go back to common sense.
1: Welcome to the movement of common sense.
0: Why is it only serious when a Republican makes comments? But not a Democrat. Look at Maxine Waters mm-hmm. telling people to surround Trump supporters. Hey, can you pause that for a second?
3: Amy Klobuchar is calling the show again. Tell me that doesn't sound like Amy Klobuchar. Okay.
0: Trump supporters and get in their face. It does. And it does. run them out of there. Look at Obama saying, "They bring a knife to a fight; we bring a gun." You know. Look at. Uh, yeah, Trump she's
1: from Wisconsin or Minnesota.
0: Being run out of a restaurant. With yeah, her it's
1: family. Canadian.
0: So the double standard is just yeah. breathtaking.
1: There is a unbelievable double standard, but that doesn't give us an excuse to be a double standard and hypocritical either.
0: Hey Pat, I really am beginning to enjoy your show, <laughs> especially
2: you, both. Oh hey, God, but. The American people, be they Democrat, independent, liber- libertarian, uh, Republican, or whatever, they must begin to
0: ask the questions who, what, why, and how. Who, what, why, and how. And if we do this, we will become and we will remain the light that shines on the hill. Thank you, Pat.
1: I'm beginning to enjoy your calls. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like the guy, that's like the
3: guy who called in one day. He's in one of the opens and he says, I enjoy your show. I, saw, I find it somewhat funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Good morning. The piece that you just read about the sports uh, broadcaster is, is the reason why I was getting so turned off about your explanation this morning about talking to people in words and raising the fist and everything. You don't know what people are going to, you don't know what crazy people, anyway, are going to get upset about. Mm-hmm. So you can't live your life treading on eggshells concerned about hurting everybody's feelings people are crazy these days they can't think everything is wrong for them if you're not in their camp they don't care whether what you said is right or wrong or not they are just mad at everything so no when somebody if you're not listening to what i say and you take it out of context or some other way that's your problem not mine i'm not going to walk on eggshells talking to somebody i just won't have to talk to you thank you
1: I do not disagree. But that doesn't mean we can't be courteous. Right. I means we don't have to be insulting. But you're right. I blame the people who do the actual actions and break the law and riot. Good morning,
2: Good morning Pat and Bo. This cancel culture is out of control. What What if that announcer had said, there's, there's only ugly women here, so no one will get... Tracked, if he would have been dragged out immediately and then the other thing is if they could cancel all these Twitter and, and Google and Facebook and YouTube accounts for people why don't they get rid of uh, child pornography if they want to be you know serious about everything
1: well hopefully child pornography is illegal but just watch The Bachelor <laughs> 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 I mean Well, all these people are in hot tubs. Not that I've watched it. I've heard about it. I've seen the promos. Oh, wait a minute. I wanted to hear Brothers Gib as we ended the show with a little serenity. With a little love. With a little compassion. Because that song before. There you go. Well, you talk about ending on a whimper. (laughs) Hey, don't, don't disparage the Bee Gees. The brothers, Gibb. I don't need Barry, to. Robin, and Maurice. They do it on their own. Shit. And the other brother. Who's the other brother? I don't know. Come on. Barry, Robin, and Maurice and Andy. I, I, I'm not in there. Andy Gibb. No we got to go. Shh, shh, be quiet. Listen to this. No.
2: It's only words.